ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Drive. The Drive with Paul Swan. Welcome into the Friday, June 14th edition. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. It's Friday. That means we're getting you set for the weekend. We don't have hockey or NBA to talk about anymore. I mean, we could rehash what happened last night, game six of the finals. Toronto Raptors are your NBA champion. And how crazy is that? You've got hockey, a Canadian sport, the Canadian national pastime, and it's won by year in and year out American teams. Now, granted, we're talking about teams with an international roster, Canadians and other nationalities that play hockey. And then you've got a primarily American made-up team in Canada, and the Raptors win their first franchise victory in a championship. They've got the crown now. So that's kind of funny. That's amused a few people. But still, congratulations, Toronto Raptors, winning the NBA title. And I just don't know if outside of Canada, if this was a must-see TV event the way that we've had in the past. And I think that's fair because, one, I've got Golden State fatigue. Uh, I don't have anything against Golden State. It's just I'm ready to see some other teams. Maybe that's not the way to go because Golden State, after all, you get a super team there. And, yes, they were hit with some injuries, but – so were a lot of other teams in the NBA. And yes, maybe they could have used Kevin Durant. But again, other teams in the NBA East and West did not have uh, some of their star players. So we don't know what could have happened. But the NBA Finals Game 6 ratings, a 13-2 overnight rating. That is down from Game 5, and that's middle of the pack relative to previous Game 6 ratings. So really what we're saying here is it wasn't the least watched NBA Game 6 ever. But it wasn't the most watched Game 6 either. Somewhere in the middle. And I think part of that is because we've got a little fatigue of Golden State. And at the same time, is we can't truly measure all of this because you've got Canada and the ratings are different there. It's a different measurement. And that's not what we're concerned about. We're concerned about what ABC's ratings are looking like. And could have been better. Now, overall, the playoffs are better. The numbers are good. You have more games, though, so you have a little bit more of a sample size. You can have more games to help bolster that. I'm not saying that the NBA is over with, but I think there's some fatigue there, just a little bit. You don't have LeBron. That counts. you got to have LeBron. As many years as he has been in the NBA, he is like Tiger Woods. If he is in your event, people are going to watch and pay attention. Tiger Woods, to this day, if he is participating in your event, uh, you got more eyeballs. And if he's winning, even more. Same thing with LeBron. If we'd have had LeBron in the playoffs, maybe we would have had more people watching. If he had got to the championship, the finals, we would have had more people watching. With that said, I like we've got some fresh young blood. We've got Toronto. I like that. Now, will this franchise have to rebuild? Will the pieces stay in place? Uh, it's kind of it's close. We don't know yet. And that's what we've turned to now. And I'm not really going to get into all of the uh, the extra silliness of the night. People talking about 
well, this championship has an asterisk. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Toronto Raptors went out there and won. They went out there and won. They played the team that was put in front of them. And they went out there with other teammates. You got to have at least five on the court. So I don't think this is a situation where there's an asterisk. Uh, Toronto Raptors win. And the ratings, we were kind of interested, but we weren't. But we, we were. I like... The numbers, though, just because um, at least it means um, you don't have to have LeBron. You don't have to have him, but the numbers are down a little bit. 13.2, lowest for a Game 6 in the NBA Finals since the Celtics-Lakers in 2010. That was 12.3. But the overall rank is middle of the road, fifth out of last 10. That dates back to 2000. It trails the two Warriors-Cavaliers games, Spurs Heat in 2013, and Mavericks Heat in 2011. I mean, if you had a fully loaded Golden State, maybe you have a little bit more of an interest. You have a finals with LeBron James, maybe you have a little bit more interest. So I'm kind of curious to see what this looks like next year. Hey, maybe the Lakers will actually make something of themselves and we'll have LeBron back in the conversation. But I think without LeBron, there was still some interest. I didn't have that much interest. I did watch more of Game 6 than I've watched of any of the Finals games. Just because this is an elimination game, this is a knockout game. Game 5 had more of my attention because KD was coming back. And now NBA is going to have to generate some new excitement. You get the draft, trade talk. That's going to be dominating the cycle for the next uh, little bit. And now we start turning our attention to baseball which I'm sure by the All-Star break, you're going to be decided if you're sticking around for baseball or you're moving on. How your team is doing by the All-Star break, how your team is looking. Are they a buyer or a seller when it comes to the trade deadline? Are they going to make moves to try to make a run, or are they looking towards next year? That's going to figure out real quick for a lot of people if they're in or not. We're waiting for college football. We're waiting for the NFL. Now, I'm not in a hurry for either, but I'm excited to get it going again. But I'm not in a hurry. Let me have some time off from it. Let me actually be truly excited by the time it comes back because we got a long season ahead of us. But when it comes back, I mean, right there, we've got. Our favorite Sunday sport, the NFL. We got our favorite Saturday sport, college football. For a lot of people, Friday nights are everything. Until then, we got to figure out, all right, are we on board with baseball now? It's it's baseball's time. It's baseball's time until all-star break. And I think after that, we're going to know real quick where we all are individually as fans. So, you know, are, we, uh, are we on board or are we waiting for next year? And that's the one thing I hate about baseball. It's by the All-Star break, I'll know. Okay, where am I at? Eh, you know, standings don't look good. Okay, they're 14 and a half back. I'm just picking up random numbers here. You know, Pirates are, are losing seven. You know, the Reds aren't looking so good. Okay, I think I'm done. And again, totally different, though, for other sports. Seriously, if you're St. Louis Blues fans right now, um, you know, you're living living life large. Your team was dead last. Your team was last and came back in 
got in the playoffs and won the Stanley Cup. You're living life well right now. But, of course, I think also with football season, every game means more initially because you can lose your opportunity to play for a national championship in week one. Week one, you can lose the opportunity to play for a national championship. NFL is a little bit different. Uh, You win your division, you can get in. If you don't win your division but you still have a good enough record, you can get in. So a little bit more of a, I can stick around longer. Hey, there's a wild card. My team's in the hunt. Not with baseball, though. No. Completely, completely different scenario. Yeah, your team is out. We have we have things called magic numbers. Baseball is great at numbers. My team is out of this because the magic number has been hit. I always like the, the description. What's the magic number for the uh, for the Reds? Uh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's not a very magical number. Hopefully, our local teams will do better. All right, we're going to be here until 6 o'clock. And, of course, this is a Friday edition of the show, so we're going to have fun. And I invite you to join me on the Miller Lake phone lines at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. I'd love to have a conversation with you because I tried to wrangle my old partner to come in. He was here earlier. That's right, my uh, former partner in crime. Still my partner in crime, but just not on this program, Woody Woodrum. And I'll tell you one thing. If we would be here right now doing the show. It would not be sports-related for about 50%. So maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Some of you have told me you miss those old days where we actually would just not talk about sports and talk about others, silly things that just interested us. Maybe we'll get into that with you. Again, the Miller Lite phone lines, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Also, I will take all your social media at Twitter, at Paul Swan is where you can find me, at Paul Swan. So we've got the show ready to go, and we'll continue on after the break here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. It's the Friday edition the Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We're getting you set for the weekend. You can join the program, as always, by calling us on the Miller Lite phone line. That's right, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Miller Lite hold true great taste. Only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. So I'm kind of curious, what do you do now if you're a sports fan? Unless you are a diehard baseball fan, and so at this point, you got what you need. What's your summer look like? What are you focusing on? You don't have the NHL anymore. You don't have the NBA. It's going to be a while before we get back to college football. The NFL is going to be a little while. You've got the NBA coming up with the draft, so that's something. You'll have off-season deals. Is this a time for you? It's, okay, I'm taking a break from sports. Or do you go all in on baseball? I'm, I'm kind of curious. What do you do now? Where do you go with this? Because you got to have something to replace it, right? What replaces it for you? Or are you just a one-sport fan or maybe at most two? 
I'm leaning a little bit towards, okay, I'm going to keep an eye on baseball a little bit. I'm going to keep an eye. I'm going to pay attention to it. Not necessarily my go-to. Because for a while, my go-to was was hockey. And I'll tell you why. It's because, man, ESPN Plus, that was my thing for a while. It was great. I come home every night and, hey, I got a game on. I'm paying $4.99 a month and I've got a game on. I didn't have to spend really not crazy amount of money, but I didn't have to spend a lot of money just to get my sports fix. That was great. And now, what do you do? I don't have the NBA anymore. I don't have hockey. I've got to wait for the Bengals, football. You have to wait for the Thundering Herd or whatever team you're following in the NFL. What do you do? What is uh, what is your go-to here? Or do you have a go-to? I mean, is this where we start thinking, all right, it's time to fill the void next season? We're going to have the XFL, Paul. We're just one season away. We've got the XFL. That's going to happen and we're going to fill that void for you. Don't worry. We've got you covered because we're going to have football in those months that we don't have football. I was thinking about this the other day. I was reading something online talked about how the fact that the XFL, it's going to need a television partner long-term to hit, and it's going to need a situation where they can provide a competitive alternative product because the NFL, I mean, I love the shield. I love the shield. If you ask me, okay, what would you rather watch right now? You want to watch a Bengals game or give me anything else? I would probably take the Bengals game. Almost over everything. Now, if I only have one choice, what you know? Now, I would DVR the hockey game, but if it was a con- it was conf- conflicting games, I would take the football game. I would take well the Bengals game. Let me qualify that. I would take the Bengals game. And I think the XFL trying to fill that void. Like, okay, you got nothing right now. So hey, here we are. Here's Vince McMahon rolling out again, trying to trying to make this thing fly. You've got a war chest to make it happen. You've got better television exposure to make it happen. I'm just concerned. Is is that really going to hop? I mean, is that really going to be it? Is this going to be the one that finally hits and and pops? And you know, I got football all year round because Canadian football is not doing it for me. I've tried so many times. Now, I'm not saying it's a bad product. It's, it's not my game. It's not my style of, of football. I don't necessarily enjoy it. And that's fine. You know, the rule sets are different. I'm not saying that the athletes and the, the quality of play is um, inferior. It's just not my cup of tea, to, to use a cliche. So as the XFL, it's got to be familiar but fresh. That's the thing. It's got to be familiar, but fresh. It's got to be something that, honestly, can be competitive. And I think they're trying to position themselves 
they're trying to put themselves in a position to maybe mine college football a little bit more because you've got a few years before you can declare for the NFL. I can't just go in, I'm a freshman sensation, and then after that I'm going to the NFL. No, you can't do that. There's not a situation where you can have an outstanding high school career, you graduate high school and go immediately to the NFL. There is a required waiting time. You can't do it until a certain period, depending on where you're at post-graduation. But the XFL, here's, here's this new league, and this could be offering itself as an alternative to college by saying, look, come play in the XFL. You don't have to go pro a few years from now. You can go pro now and then have it as a situation maybe here in a few years, uh, then you can make your NFL debut. Wouldn't that be something? If the XFL, which is wisely not head-to-head with the NFL, they're not scheduling XFL games against the NFL. They're not being stupid the way that a great alternative league with the uh, USFL, great alternative. Unfortunately, because of bad business decisions by a guy who, by the way, is a president right now, you should see the documentary. You should watch the ineptness of watching a sports league that could have been a great alternative to the NFL come crashing down because uh, the art of the deal was not very artful. And going head-to-head with the shield. So you're not doing that. You're not going against the shield. But... At the same time, you could get some really high-caliber talent and say, look, you want to play? You want to play pro football now? You don't have to go to college. You can become a professional now. You don't have to go and worry about scholarships, tuition, maybe not getting playing time. You can come to the XFL. You make the team. You're professional. You think they could get kids to, to, to bite? I mean, go after some maybe really high-caliber kids. Have an outstanding season. You know, maybe you have a, an outstanding season. You're, you're a superstar, and you got to wait a couple years before you can get to the NFL. Well, maybe not so fast. You go to the XFL, and all of a sudden, you're professional. Because isn't that an argument that – only with the NFL, only with the NFL, can a kid not go and play. Come out of high school and not be eligible to play in the NFL. Isn't that a knock? I can go pro in baseball. You know what? I can get drafted in baseball out of high school. Go college for a little while, and you know, you can get drafted. You don't have to stick around that long. You can go that route. I mean, the NBA, a little tougher to get in there as well. But football, hasn't that been always a criticism? That these kids, these young men, can't go and and take advantage of their capital, their value. Kids who are playing today at Alabama, Auburn, Ohio State, Michigan, 
The list goes on and on. They have value, right? Well, they don't get value right now. They get a so, so, yeah, they get a scholarship. Tuition, books, a lot of restrictions, obviously, but they can't go and earn money. University is going to earn money for the athletic program. These kids are out there playing football, earning money for the university because you're buying tickets, right? I mean, let's let's be honest. It's expensive to run a college football program. It's expensive. In this day and age, it's very expensive. And I know the push is to make sure that these kids are treated better. But what if the kids can say, look, I'm gone. I don't have to sit here. I don't have to go through this. I don't have to go through this situation to finally get to the NFL. I can go play in the XFL. And that could be a big play for the XFL. Go after college kids. Go after some big names. Get some some big talent in early with a following. Instead of having to wait maybe a year or so before you can go pro, go pro now. Go pro now. And you know what? NFL, you, you can still, after you reach a certain point, you can become eligible for the NFL. We've seen it before. We've seen players go from one league to the other, right? It's happened. Happens in hockey. They go from one league to the other. Yeah, they go back and forth maybe. Eventually you'll get to the NHL. But that's the XFL's play. That could be a play for them. To go after kids, these marginal kids at best maybe, who um, don't know if they're going to make a college team. I, I don't know if this is for you. But say you're... You're highly you're you're a highly sought recruit. You're you're top. You're one of those elite kids coming out of high school. Well, you've got you got really some serious options now. You do. You've got an option to maybe go pro because keep this in mind. There's already an, a league that's operating that's a, an alternate football league. It's the spring league which is a developmental league. They're in Texas right now, and they've got a really solid business model. Now, I don't know if this is going to catch on, but with the spring league, you got to pay. you got to pay. I mean, if you're going to college, unless you get a full ride, you got to pay, right? Well, in the spring league, you got to pay – $2,000. That's a fee. You got to pay. And you don't get a salary. Now, what does that $2,000 get you? Well, you're going to get scouted by the NFL. You're going to get scouted by the CFL. So, in return, you're basically putting yourself up here in a situation where you go out, you're playing football, and you might get some preferential treatment. I don't know. But you're going to get scouted by NFL and CFL personnel. I mean, that's a definite viable alternative right now because if these kids want to play football, if that's what they want to do. They want to play football. Maybe they don't want to go to college. It's not their thing. They just want to play football. Now, I say all this, I'm definitely in the camp of you know, I think it's smart these kids go play college football. I really do. But at the same time, 
how's the XFL going to attract viewers? How's the XFL going to attract other interested parties? Well, you got to have a situation where the football again is fresh. You're going to have a situation where you're going to have maybe some really good talent out there. I don't know if I want a situation where, okay, here are guys that just for some reason they couldn't make a, a roster. They couldn't make a roster, couldn't make a spring roster, couldn't make a, a scout team. Just couldn't make it. Yeah, And XFL doesn't want to be a um, a developmental league. I, I don't think that they're, they're looking at themselves, look, um, we are a viable alternative to NFL football. And I think their business model has been solid so far. But here's the thing. It's got to be really entertaining. But I would go after a lot of these college players. If I'm the XFL, I would go after college players. Because if you're a kid who's uh, playing college football right now, you're not eligible for the draft until – three years after leaving high school. Right? How do you get some of this talent? How do you get some of this talent that uh, you need to compete and you go after these kids, you go after these kids who are younger, you go after them and you're going to build your league that way. You're going to Give kids an alternative, and then we've had a situation where, look, you can do what you want in college because these kids have got an alternative. You can you can do what you want. I don't have to go to college. I don't have to go through the college system because I've got a different pathway to professional football. And for that player that wants to play football, that wants to take advantage of the education that they're going to be offered, truly take advantage of that, I mean, the gateway is still open for them. But how disruptive would that be if we had a situation where you're not recruiting only against other colleges, you're kind of recruiting against the XFL. You got a, a name recruit, you got a, a, a heavyweight caliber kid that can play right away. And you're looking at, okay, I've got major college offers here, but I could go play pro football right now. I've got a solid shot here. I can go play pro football. I can go in and get my professional career started now, and that's going to be very attractive to a lot of kids. And at the same time, these kids are not necessarily going to get paid the insane amounts of money that you're going to have to pay to a kid who's a top-level draft pick. You're not having that kind of a money problem here. And the same time is, it would, I would think, really be an interesting way for the NFL, the XFL, and college football to sort of have this dynamic. Because XFL's not taking viewers away from the NFL. It's not. It's not going to take anybody away from it. I'm going to watch the NFL on Sunday. During NFL season, I'm going to watch that. But if you could go after some kids, maybe, here it is. Here's your avenue, and then we make spring football. We make 
football in the months that we don't have college and we make football in the months that we don't have the NFL maybe a little bit more bearable. But what's that do to the college game? Because, again, these kids, they'll have a choice all of a sudden. All of a sudden, they're going to have a choice and an opportunity to maybe, all right, you know what? I'm going to go pro. I have an opportunity here. I can go pro or I can stay and play some college. Play some college for a while and then you know make my way to a pro roster. Or I can go play pro. Sort of a mixed match. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued by it. I'm really fascinated with the fact that, hey, there might be an avenue here in which kid has a little bit more control. Because these kids are commodities. Let's not lie and let's not kid ourselves. These children that are young and prime athletic specimens that you know, we go out to see on Saturdays and then eventually on Sundays, you know, when you're in college, you are – I mean, I'm not saying you're a product, but, yeah, that's the product. The football team's the product. And, again, it, it's very expensive to cost a lot of money to put a football team out there. But kid thinks, you know what, uh, I want to go play football and a scholarship's not where it's at for me. There's an opportunity for him now. I still think the college route's a, a great way to go, though. I, I really do because then you've got to fall back because it's not guaranteed that you can stick and make money in the professional ranks. It's not. I mean, how many kids have we seen that have left in their junior year Kids that are not guaranteed to be drafted, how many kids have we seen go out, declare, not get drafted, and the best they can hope for is to find their way on the practice squad or be an unrestricted free agent, get picked up after the draft, and not necessarily be out of a job, but make the roster, maybe you're backup, maybe you're on the scout team. What do you do? That's what you do now. If you would have stayed and got maybe the, the, the degree, the education, you got a fallback. Just this one opinion here. There's uh, several avenues here. I'm just intrigued by it because I don't know if college football is going to be the same in 20 years, 15 years. I wonder if there's going to be a disruption. Same thing for college basketball. I wonder if there's going to be a di- disruption. We'll take your phone calls, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. we get more on the way. It's The Drive, ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. Buckle up. Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. It's the start of your weekend. It begins now. Welcome back to the Friday edition of The Drive, ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. What do we do now, my friends? We do not have a Game 7 in the NBA to look forward to. We don't have that. Of course, we've got baseball. We've got that to look forward to. And, of course, um, how many of you are actually excited now for women's soccer and the World Cup? Now that you know that they can score at will, has that increased your excitement for it? Are you going to watch a little bit of that? Maybe start sampling a little bit of that? Root on Team USA. I'm actually excited to see a couple more matches because I'm on board completely with the villainy of running the score up 13-0. I am on board 100% because unlike the men's team, the women's team is considered a juggernaut and a power in 
soccer, on the world stage. The United States, the women are considered a big player. I am completely on board with this. And I hope more people get on board with it as well because I'd rather talk about that and their success than stupid things like Skip Bayless, for example. I follow him a little bit, and he lost his mind. Lost his mind because Toronto wins the title. Kawhi Leonard, he's a champion with Toronto. Wins the finals MVP. And he's just lost his mind over this. Kawhi Leonard is amazing. I celebrate that young man. I celebrate what he brings to the game of basketball right now. I mean, Charles Barkley said he was the Sidney Crosby of the NHL. That's a heck of a reference there. You you call Kawhi Leonard the Sidney Crosby of the NBA out of the NHL. You're saying something because Sidney Crosby's one of the best who have played the game, one of the best in the league right now. I don't know. Some people might not think that's a compliment. I, I on the other hand, um, yeah, if I was drafting a team, I would take Sidney Crosby. If I'm drafting a fantasy hockey team, I'm picking up Sidney Crosby. If he's sitting right there, and depending on who's ahead of him, I'm taking Sidney Crosby. So Kawhi Leonard is sitting right there on a fantasy hockey draft uh, as the Sidney Crosby of the NHL. I'm, I'm taking him. I, I take You know what? Kawhi Leonard, if he played hockey, I'd take him. But that's just crazy. To sit here and just, what is it? I completely and utterly don't get sportscasters. I'm being one of them, being in the profession, the hot take mentality sometimes. And, you know, I have opinions. We all have opinions, right? It's fair. We have opinions. You're free to agree, disagree. You're free to talk to me about them. You're free to. Debate me about them. You're free to, you know, say, hey, look, you know, I, I get where you're coming from. I don't agree. Or, you know, I don't get where you're coming from. I don't agree. But uh, I'm not going after anybody. Here's what Bayless said. Bayless said, again, he went to his only platform that people actually pay attention to him, Twitter. Said that, what a letdown. If KD and Clay hadn't gone down, the Warriors obviously wouldn't have won in seven. And Clay very well might have been MVP. As I predicted before the series, tainted title for Toronto. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Tainted title? Tainted title. Yeah, though, sorry. I know I have opinions, and yes, you might not agree with all of them, and, and that's fine. I completely understand. You're welcome to that. But I'm totally not going after players have um, taken away titles. Tainted. Tainted. Toronto, your title's tainted. Yes, it's tainted now because KD wasn't there and Clay, which he went down. So, tainted. Quick break. We come back. We wrap it up. Drive ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan, the 2019 West Virginia Broadcasters Association Best Talk Show on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. 
We're wrapping up today's edition. That's the Friday edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Back on Monday, we're going to come to you from the Union Pub and Grill. We'll get off on a good note, I hope, of wrapping up your Monday and getting the week started on the right foot. So looking forward to that. I got Walsh coming in on Monday. What am I going to talk to him about? I don't have hockey anymore to talk to him about. You never know. It's going to be a surprise. Whatever it is, we'll have it for you. It's going to be Monday, and it's going to come to you live from the Union Pub and Grill, and it's going to be right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. So the good news is uh, we got baseball now. We can start focusing on football. We're going to have to because the way my teams are going right now in baseball, we're going to have a long summer, friends. We're going to have a long summer. It's okay. We'll get through it. We will persevere together. Okay, back on Monday. Don't forget, if you missed any part of the program, anytime, you can join us on Apple Podcasts, also Google Podcasts, and, of course, you can go to our website, wrvc.com. And if that's not where you get your podcast, wherever you get your podcast is probably where you can get our show. Don't forget, you can also follow me on Twitter, at Paul Swan. Facebook as well. You can find me under The Drive with Paul Swan. That's going to do it for today's edition of the show. Thanks for tuning in. Back on Monday, we'll be down at the Union Pub and Grill in Huntington. Hope you can join us for the show, where we'll have $1.50 bottles and $2 call shots as the Monday special. For everyone here at Kindred Communications, I'm Paul Swan. Thanks for listening to The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.